This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 11th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Controversy over black farmer aid. China, long way from meeting P1 goal. An EPA watchdog questions pesticide regulation. House Ag Dems hold together to advance stimulus. New chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, Georgia Representative David Scott, passed his first test as Democrats stuck together last night to advance their piece of a sweeping $1.9 trillion stimulus package. Republicans took aim at a key provision of the stimulus package that pays off USDA farm loans held by minority farmers. Republicans charged that it was unfair and potentially unconstitutional. But Scott, the committee's first black chairman, stood by the plan, which has the result of discussions with key senators and the Biden administration. There has been no one who has been discriminated against in the whole agriculture industry like African Americans who deserve some compassion and understanding, Scott said. Now take note, Representative Randy Feenstra, uh, Iowa Republican, made a splash in his first committee meeting winning adoption of an amendment that forced Iowa Democratic colleague Cindy Axney to break party ranks. Feenstra's amendment would earmark some of the bill's funding for farmers hurt by last summer's derecho. How to make a point? Well, the meeting was held online, and Representative Michelle Fishback, a Republican of Minnesota, was in the middle of arguing that the bill shortened rural broadband needs when her bulky connection cut out. Representative Vicki Hartzler of Missouri jumped in to observe. She's making her point about rural broadband is an issue, and she's having connectivity problems. You can read our report on the stimulus package at agripulse.com. China faces high hurdle to meet 2021 commitment. China missed the purchasing goal set in the Phase 1 agreement for the 2020 calendar year, even though the Chinese imported record amounts of U.S. ag commodities that, according to a new analysis from the American Farm Bureau Federation, AFBF calculates that China's ag purchases told $27.2 billion last year, well short of the goal, and the 2021 commitment will be even harder to hit. The 2020 goal set in the text of the deal is $36.5 billion, but the Farm Bureau calculates that commitment to be $33.4 billion when factoring in the cost of shipping and freight. China's two-year commitment is the equivalent of $73 billion, so ag exports will have to hit $45.8 billion to meet that mark, AFBF says. This would be equivalent to a nearly 69% increase in exports over 2020 levels and a whopping 120% increase over 2017, the analysis says. We'll have more Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. 
Welcome back to Daybreak. Hemp Group's I Task Force to Develop Checkoff Proposal. Two hemp industry groups are looking for about 20 people to serve on a task force that will develop a proposal for a checkoff program funding research, education, and promotional activities for the crop. Leaders from the National Industrial Hemp Council and the Hemp Industries Association say they want the task force to be geographically diverse and represent all facets of the industry, from farming to processing to CBD manufacturing. The group's work is expected to take about 18 months. One important question to be addressed is the size of the budget needed to fund activities and precisely what those activities would be. That will help determine how much growers and other checkoff participants would be assessed. Pesticide registration program for states faces changes. EPA's internal watchdog says the agency's process of granting special local needs, or SLN, pesticide registrations needs an overhaul. With a system of management controls, publicly available data, and clear and consistent stakeholder communication, the SLN program is at risk of not effectively promoting risk reduction and pollution prevention, the agency's inspector general says in a new report. The program has been used historically to allow states to register pesticides for pest problems that cannot be addressed by federally registered chemicals. But it also has been used to restrict uses such as by setting cutoff dates, as in the case of dicamba. The Office of Pesticide Programs agreed with the OIG recommendations to improve the program, which include development of a database and standard operating procedures to allow SLN applications to be reviewed consistently. Hong Kong calls more ASF-infected pigs. A Hong Kong farm has been forced to cull about another 590 pigs after more animals tested positive on February 6 for African swine fever, the virus that already forced China to depopulate much of its swine population. Two days earlier, on the 4th, the Hong Kong farm culled 240 pigs that shared a shed with six infested cohorts, uh, according to a report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The Hong Kong government assured farmers and the public that they have stepped up surveillance of all farms in Hong Kong and encouraged farmers to report on any abnormalities concerning the health of their pigs, according to FAS. Food prices on the rise. Supermarket prices are up 3.7% over the past 12 months. That according to the latest Consumer Price Index. Prices for all major categories are up, ranging from an increase of 2.5% for cereals and bakery products to 5.1% for meat, poultry, fish, and eggs. Here's today's He Said It. I know you've been given your marching orders, but this process really stinks. That House Ag Committee ranking member Glenn G.T. Thompson complaining that Republicans had no input in writing the draft of the stimulus package. The committee has had occasional partisan breaks before, including in 2018 when Republicans attached cuts in nutrition assistance to its farm bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 11th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.